Chelsea fans, welcome back to another edition of the Lad from Matthew Harnison podcast. I'm your host, Shane Holcomb. School has been absolutely hectic for me over the past few weeks, but I'm excited to say my exams are not complete. And boy, oh boy, what a cracker of a game on our hands going down tomorrow evening in Portugal. Chelsea are in the Champions League final for the first time in nine years, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm so excited to welcome on the main man, Eunice, back onto the podcast. It was a great joy. I think we spoke before one of the Atletico Madrid games last time you came on the podcast and how far Chelsea have came since that moment, right? So it's great to be back talking with you again. Eunice, I know it's kind of a really hard question to answer right now, but how are you feeling, man? We're less than almost 27 hours before the final. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, firstly, thank you for having me back on. Um, last time we spoke, I think, was, yeah, Atletico. And I remember saying, like, at that time, um, if we get past Atletico, we can begin to dream. Mm. And yeah. it's happened. Here we are, you know, Champions League final. It's about to kick off. So I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm sure everyone else is. Um, we can't stop thinking about tomorrow. I think sleep is going to be a problem tonight. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's it's great to be at this uh, at this stage again. So I'm fully, fully looking forward to it. It's just a full focus on this final. We were talking too beforehand, we started recording about how like throughout this week, it's kind of been like, yeah, we're playing a game on Saturday, but now come Friday, it's like, holy crap, like this team's going to be walking past that trophy in a little bit over 24 hours while we're recording now. So it's kind of an insane feeling, especially since last time we talked this team, there's been so much hectic uh, moments. There's been so many downfalls. There's been so many moments that have picked us up as a fan base and now we're here and Thomas Tuchel has talked to the media and now Cesar Spiquita and Jorginho are talking to the media so we're here uh, ladies and gentlemen like this game is happening tomorrow Zenas once again thank you so much for coming back on the podcast right now and I want to transition since we don't have too much time today right away into the nitty-gritty as you like to say and talk about the most intriguing storyline that we have and I want to talk a little bit about something that you haven't really noticed that has been mentioned a lot about fans. So what's kind of a storyline that's going a little, a little bit under the radar that you're kind of looking forward to see play out tomorrow evening? Um, I mean, first and foremost, as you just mentioned, the fans, that atmosphere is going to be key. Mm. And yeah. I'm really, really happy there's fans present. You know, I'm so happy. I was worried at one point that we would have to play in front of an empty stadium again. Um, I'm glad that's not the case. You know, we'll get to hear proper noise and not TV dubbed in noises. Um, you know, fake crowd noises and like, nah, this is a Champions League final. We saw what that was like last season. It just didn't feel the same. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a huge factor. And I hope that our fans step up. You know, City fans are definitely going to be on it. It's their first time in the Champions League final. It's not for us. It's our third. Um, should have been our fourth. I think we can, you know, at <laughs> the time we got robbed, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, that's a huge factor. That's a huge factor. But in terms of tomorrow and on the pitch, I'm just looking to see how these players are going to be in terms of their mentality, in terms of how they're going to soak in all this pressure because it's the biggest club football game in the world. You know, this is it. You can't get more than this. Um, so I'm hoping that they cope with it well. Um, and, you know, luckily, we're not playing a team that has experience in this. We're playing City, who are going to be probably even more mm-hmm. nervous than us. So it's all going to be down to concentration who wants it most. I think it's a great job that you mentioned the fans because I think there's been so many, and and rightly so, there's been so many storylines about manager this, manager that, player this, player that going up against one another. But football, as we've seen over the past, just the past two weeks, it's changed. It's such a different game with these 10,000 fans back in the crowd. We saw it on the last day of the Premier League season. We saw a little bit beforehand as well. But now 
these fans are back in the ground. It's great to see people tweet out that they've gotten tickets to the Champions League final. It seems like so many Chelsea fans have been able to get their hands on these tickets through UEFA auctions and whatnot. So it's just great to see fans having the opportunity to get back into the stadium, especially for an occasion like this in the Champions League final. Because like you mentioned, last year's final in Portugal, it just didn't really feel like the glamour. I mean, it was still, of course, the Champions League final, but just didn't have that glamour to it. When the, when the teams walk out tomorrow evening, the fans are going to be going absolutely berserk. And it, like you mentioned, it's Man City's first Champions League final. Like these fans, this might not ever come around again for them. I mean, it's crazy to say now because their team is just so goddamn talented. But you never know that this final might be their first and only final for Manchester City. So their fans will be absolutely riled. But hopefully Chelsea fans will now. Now I want to move on, though, to the tactical side of things because mm. Pep Guardiola has been known to be a tactical genius in the Champions League. Of course, he's won it with Barcelona. He hasn't, though, won it with Manchester City yet. And this is actually his first final that City have gone to, like we mentioned, but it's also Pep Guardiola's first final at Manchester City. And it was his first, I'm pretty sure it was his first semifinal last, a couple of months ago against PSG that he reached for the Citizens. And now they're in this moment, going to be nervous, right? I mean, even though they're Premier League champions, they're Carabao yeah. champions, they probably honestly could be FA Cup champions if it wasn't for uh, Zach Steffen come out of his goal out of nowhere. And so this team is has been the team to be over the past 10 years in the Premier League. Thomas Tuchel has talked about it so much. He's talked about bridging the gap. He talked about it once again today. So going into this, with the Manchester City side that probably have the best squad in, in the whole world, honestly, and you, pro- you probably put our squad right up against theirs in the Premier League. What are you looking forward to seeing tomorrow? tactically wise and what do you think Pep Guardiola is going to do I know it's a very hard question to ask but with a team like this with so many different superstars could it cause somewhat of confusion with Pep Guardiola because we've seen him before in the Champions League really dive into analytical things and choosing his lineups and do you think that could benefit us tomorrow because hopefully he overthinks it again as a lot of people are saying he might will that's exactly it yeah um the one thing is that there's always a chance and a tendency that he's going to overthink and um, when, you know, it's such a huge occasion, the worst thing you can do is overthink. <laughs> it's the worst thing you can do. So I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping he does. Fingers crossed. Um, although, you know, he can can go back on that experience. Of course, he's been there. He's done it before. Knows what it's like to win a Champions League. I'm not sure if he's won it with Bayern Munich. Did he win it with Bayern Munich or not? I don't think he did. I think he did, but he won it. He won it twice or maybe. He won it with Barca. Barca. Yeah. Um, I mean, some will argue, obviously, that that Barcelona team was pretty much self-functioning, regardless. uh, But obviously, Pep and the the style that he brought did elevate them, and and you can't deny that. Um, But that tendency to overthink could be a a thing that helps us. And the beautiful thing of Thomas Tuchel is how simple he keeps things. Mm. You know, he's not someone to overthink. He's someone to see an objective, an aim, and just go for it. And he knows exactly what he's looking to execute. And his strength is to base his teams off of the opposition and how they are approaching the game. So I think Tuchel will have an answer. It all just depends on how the players are going to react. It's all Mm. down to pressure and it's all down to keeping that concentration and whether the players don't bottle it. I have, 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 I have full faith that Thomas Tuchel will set out the perfect plan. Mm. Um, and in terms of how Guardiola is going to approach this, I do think that he's going to try and get his City team to take control of the game, just like they did against PSG. It'd be stupid for them to just sit back and do nothing. 
or at least play a little bit defensive because that's going to leave themselves exposed. Their best way is to keep control of possession to help protect their back line. Because we know despite Ruben Diaz and Stones and et cetera, who have had a really good season, but that's not all down to them. The half of that is down to the control that, that the team has in order to alleviate the pressure off that back line, which does make them look better than they are. So I would say that City to help to try and control possession, keep the ball. But we know Thomas Tuchel is going to try and do that. And the last two times we faced Man City, we've succeeded in controlling the game, controlling the ball and frustrating Man City. Hopefully the pressure of the stage, the final gets to Man City. Couple of mistakes. We can just keep our heads, keep our cool, take control. We should be okay. I think it's something that people aren't talking about enough. And this kind of goes back to our point about most intriguing storyline is the fact that Manchester City have played so many different positions, so many different formations this season and so many different players in those positions. Now, yeah. while Chelsea, we're sort of the same kind of note. The formation has been quite the same for Thomas Tuchel since he's coming in in January. And I think that could be an advantage for Chelsea going into the final is because Tuchel knows exactly how he got here. And, and so does City, but... He knows what formation he's going to play. I don't know if Pep does quite yet. I don't know if he's going to play a false nine, you know, if he's going to play Gabriel Jesus, especially after I think he scored two goals against Everton the last weekend. So there's just so many different options and there's so many different positions that Pep Guardiola has to think about that I think Thomas Tuchel necessarily doesn't have to because he's seen this formation work for him time in and time out again this season. But now I want to move on to our lineup because I actually have this whiteboard in front of me. I think I'm overthinking it a little bit right now for Chelsea's game tomorrow. Oh, go on. <laughs> something for this team. And actually, this is a segment that I love to do every single podcast before we are previewing a game, and especially the Champions League final. I mean, this is Chelsea's most important lineup of the past nine years, right? And it's uh, the nice thing is we probably yeah. know what the system is going to be, right, as fans. But once again, Thomas Tuchel has a handful of options, and that's going to make his decision very, very hard. And that's what I want to get into right now because we don't have too much time left. And first of all, I want to hand over to you talking about what lineup you specifically want to see thrown out Thomas Tuchel's tactics and preferences. And then you're going to hand it over to me and I'm going to try to bust her up something that I think Thomas Tuchel will eventually go with tomorrow. So first of all, I want to create a little different dynamic. So I'm going to give it to you. What's your preferred lineup? And then hand it back over to me. And I'm going to say what I think Thomas Tuchel will, in fact, do come tomorrow evening. Okay, so um, obviously, I think we'd end up keeping the same the same system, the same formation. It'd be stupid to change it because um, it's worked for us so far. Um, Mendy in goal for sure. And he's fit. Him and Kante are both fit. They're ready to go. So that's great news. Um, Mendy to go in goal. I'd go the back three of Aspi at right centre-back, not right wing-back, right centre-back, um, Thiago Silva and Antonio Rudiger as the back three. I think that's our strongest um, back line. Reese James in that role, yes, he's great, but um, I think he's more effective as a right wing-back and we need all of our attacking options on the pitch. And Reese James is just better as a right wing-back, especially with the crosses and his, 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 uh, his passing on the ground compared to Aspilicueta. So I'd put, um, that'd be my back three. I'd put Reese James at right wing back, Ben Chilwell at left wing back. Um, without a doubt, our two strongest wing backs and both have to play. Now in midfield, this is where it gets a bit tasty because I've decided to make a little change here. 
Um, Kante has to play, for sure. Um, World class, and I hope he has a top game. He could be a key for for straight in Man City tomorrow. Alongside him, I'd go Kovacic. And if it was a normal game, I'd be more inclined to say play Jorginho, but I'm worried that Jorginho's head might be lost. And I do think Kovacic, with his experience, he's won the Champions League, he's been at this stage, he's direct, he's press-resistant. I think it'd be great to have him. And if we need to bring on Jorginho, like we did when we beat Man City um, at the Etihad, then we can do that. Um, so I'd go Kante Kovacic. The front three, which is controversial, <laughs> but I'd go Kai Havertz, because I just think there's a goal in him. I think if there's any player in our forward line options that we have who's got a goal in him right now, it's Kai Havertz. So he's got to be on the pitch. Mason Mount, without a doubt, player of the season. Um, and I think with his press, his direct ability, I think everything about him is going to be great in terms of trying to defend from the front. And... <sighs> Timo Werner just has to, because it's Man City. I just think Timo Werner has to play. Um, I, I, if it was a different opponent, I could say play Giroud. But I think the circumstances of this game, when we play City, just suits Timo Werner. So I hope he has a good game. I don't want to see offsides. I don't want to see anything mad from Timo Werner. I don't want to see shots going into Rosette. If he can just have a good game, that would be good. But that would be my front three. So Havertz, mm. Mount and Timo Werner on that. Okay, so now I'm yeah. going to head over to myself and talk a little bit about what I think Thomas Tuchel will actually do. I think Rudiger's a given. He's definitely going to play in this game. Yeah. Mendy, he's fit. He's going to play. Conte, he's fit. He's going to play. Ben Schubel, he's fit. He's going to play. Mason Mount, he's fit. He's going to play. Timo Werner, he's, got, he's fit. He's going to play. Thiago Silva is going to play. He has so much experience in this team. This is literally the game that he was brought to Chelsea to play in. Yeah. So he is going to play in the middle of the back three. And the right center back role is interesting because while Andreas Christensen is coming back from injury, well, I'd love to see him start in this game because I think he has been a really key piece to our run in the Champions League this season. It's unfortunate that he got injury at the time that he did. I'm just not sure if he's fit enough to start in this game, which is why I think Thomas Tuchel will pick Asp of the Quetta and play Reese James at right wing back. But would I be surprised if he played... <sighs> Aspie at right wing back and Andreas at right center back and sacrificed Reese. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised because I feel like Andreas Christensen has been so important to our run in the Champions League. And if he's even 90, 95% fit, I think he has a chance at playing. So I guess that's another talking point in that right center back role. Do you see Aspie the Quetta potentially moved up to right wing back at the, at the expense of James if, if Andreas Christensen is fit for this game? Do you think Tuchel will pick him? It's possible because lately we've seen Aspie in that right wing back role, but I just don't think it's the best decision. <laughs> I think Reese James needs to be on the pitch. Okay. And um, in that offensive role, because nothing against Aspie Lequeta, um, especially defensively, we know how solid he is, but you want, as I've said earlier on, every single potential attacking threat on the pitch. And Reese James brings a lot going forward. Um, so for that reason, I think Reese James needs to be playing. However, your logic that you've just outlined is definitely a possibility that Tuchel could consider. And um, there is a possibility that it could happen for sure. Christensen has been impressive. So, um, yeah, it is a suggestion that I think Thomas Tuchel could consider. It's interesting, right? Because Christensen has been a 
pretty big favorite for, for Thomas Strickland and Zuri Reyna at Chelsea. And mm-hmm. we've seen him play at the right center back role a little bit in his time for the past couple weeks. But it's unfortunate for him to get that injury because I think he wasn't really injured or maybe wasn't a little bit knackered up. I think he probably would have been playing this game because I think he would have been playing in these past couple games for Chelsea. But I think, like you mentioned, the threat of Reese James on that right-hand side, we saw especially what he could do last time out against Manchester City on that, le- on that left-hand side of their defense, which is probably be their weakest point in their team because they don't have too many. But Reese James was going at that side. Columbus and Lowe was going at that side, especially in the last half an hour where he played them only two weeks ago in the Premier League, I think it was. So Chelsea, they do have a lot of advantages on that right-hand side, especially if Reese James plays. But now... Of course, I want to get into a bold prediction from you. A goal, a player, an assist, a moment that you think is going to happen, maybe a penalty, a red card. Give a little bit of a bold prediction just to spice this episode up a little bit that maybe Chelsea fans and Manchester City fans maybe don't want to happen come Saturday evening. What do you think is going to happen that maybe will cause a twist and turn in the game? I mean, first and foremost, I honestly, I'm starting to think maybe 1-1 going into extra time. I mean, that's mm. one that's one situation no one wants. <laughs> You know, I don't want extra time. I don't want penalties. Hell no. Not especially after the Villarreal Man United um, Europa League final. Watching that penalty shootout, I, and I was nervous for them. You know, I can't think what it's going to be like with us in the game itself for the biggest competition. I'm not doing a penalty shootout again. So um, I, I do think, though, it'll be quite an equal game. It'll be a very calculated game. It'll be very, um, very 50-50. And I think for that reason... Going 1-1 and it goes into extra time. But I pray that Chelsea finish it in 90 minutes. I really hope so. It was crazy watching that European League final. And I was actually, I can testify to this. I actually, I was watching that game with a Manchester United fan. And just seeing face during that penalty shootout just made me say, this is the Europa League. If this goes to 10 versus 10 in the Champions League final, I'm going to be absolutely crapping myself. So hopefully that's not the case come Saturday evening. But once again, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast. But full prediction for me, I'd say I think this is going to go into extra time. I think it just has these two teams have played each other a lot this season. They're familiar with another. I think both of them will probably nick a goal or maybe even two in the first 90 minutes. But I think that it won't go into penalty shootout. So I think... A bold prediction. It's not really a bold prediction. I think it's going to go into extra time, but I think a team will score in extra time. Hopefully, it's Chelsea to win the Champions League final for their second time. But once again, Eunice, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and taking some time out of your day to come on to the Lab from Matt Hardy podcast for the second time. Really appreciate it. talking to you before Chelsea's biggest game in over a decade. So, real quick before I let you go, Eunice, how are you feeling once again? And, and how have your emotions kind of changed? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but now. We're getting closer and closer. The, ta- the, cl- the time will not start clicking backwards. It's still clicking forwards, Eunice. So how are you feeling one last time before the game? A prediction maybe, but also where my audience can find you on social media and tweeting about the game tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, so thank you for having me, man. I, I appreciate it. It's been a really, really good, um, really good chat. Um, obviously, in terms of emotion, I think I speak for everyone when I say as a tick, as the time ticks on, we get even more nervous. Like, mm. I'm more nervous now than I was at the beginning of this chat. And I'll be more nervous in an hour. And I'll be even more nervous tomorrow. <laughs> so, it's not going to stop. Um, so, yeah, that, we're looking forward to tomorrow. I just hope we bring it home. I just hope we bring it home. Um, in terms of finding me, you can find me on YouTube. I'm at Eunice Talks Football. And you can find me on Twitter at Eunice HH. And, um, yeah, I'll be keeping up to date with all developments and what's going on. 
on and anything that I know or anything that I see, I'll make sure to uh, discuss on on Twitter specifically. And then for the game, I'm doing a watch along, um, and <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. So I'm looking forward to it, but hopefully we bring it up. Mm. Yeah, I'm imploring all my listeners to go, and I'm sure all of you guys are already subscribed to Eunice, but if you're not for some weird reason, go make sure to subscribe to him because he's really awesome, and he gives you guys every single Chelsea news that you need, and every single day he's printing out great content for the club. And tomorrow's the biggest day in this club's history in the past 10 years. Hopefully bring it home. It's against the Premier League rival. Hopefully this game sets the tone for the next season, the Premier League, but also the years yeah. to come as we can probably be the dominant force in Europe for the next couple of years. So once you thank you so much for Eunice talking along today with me, everyone make sure to go also check out his watch long, say a little hi, say a little bit good luck to him tomorrow, because I'm sure he's going to be pretty nervous um, checking out his heart rate tomorrow when, when he puts record to put that stream on. But once again, <laughs> thank you so much for Eunice for calling the podcast. You guys can no find problem. us at lad for Matthew Harden podcast on Instagram. Trying to look, I'm trying to right now to put a lot of good content on there preview wise just to give a little bit of a snippet so you guys can hear if you don't have the time to listen to the full podcast you guys can listen to a little bit of a four minute or five minute snippet from the episode so i'll be on instagram you can find me on twitter at shane hookham 13 as always but until next time chelsea fans let's hope i'm recording with joe tweedy on sunday to celebrate the champions league win and until next time chelsea fans stay safe and up the ch- <laughs>